Man, what a day to be alive, you know? Just sunshine outside. I hope it still is for you, depending on you know what <laughs> year you're day. listening to. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but right now, it's great for us, so I hope it's a happy day for you as well. Welcome back to the Cody Fitness Podcast. We're back with another blog reading by uh, our very own coach, Hunter Owen, and we are just jazzed to be a part of it. No doubt about it. I mean, the stuff that this guy's putting out, the information he's releasing through our website, CodyCrossFit.com, just really valuable information. The best part about it is that it's free to access. It's not a paid service. Man, that's such a great trait. Yeah, just years of uh, wisdom this guy's kind of learned from having skin knees inside of CrossFit, made the transition from being a professional-level athlete into just making his life about CrossFit. The interesting part now is that he's transitioned saying, hey, I want to help other people reach the highest level that they possibly can and that's the motivation behind this article that he's about to read today so my leading question for you chase is when you started crossfit what were your goals the goals that pulled you in there and said i want to be this particular thing to stop myself from getting fat before i got fat <laughs> which with the guy with your, you have the metabolism of a cheetah yeah i, don't know. I, I should I, I figured i should at least make the most of it while i have it you know yeah, well, be the, ahead of the game. The general premise is that when people start something uh, like CrossFit, they usually have a, a couple of goals in mind. But then, interestingly, when you start get in there for a few months, then your goals start to change because you accomplish those original goals pretty quickly. That's what we love about CrossFit, at least part of it. But when you start transitioning, you kind of get the bug, as they say, inside of CrossFit. Then you'll start getting new goals that uh, can really be difficult to obtain, but you get hungry for that. So Hunter decided to sit down and based on a lot of years of observation and research to say if you want to be at a particular level inside of CrossFit then you need to make sure that you can check off these particular things as we all know uh, Hunter's a guy that loves to deal with numbers he loves to deal with goals and having objectives yeah he doesn't seem like a nerd but he kind of oh is. man yeah totally yeah, behind shocking. the scenes when you get past that pink Cody CrossFit shirt man <laughs> you, he's a total nerd right uh, but he so he sits down and he's got these these numbers that he's pulled out uh, but we're going to hear today a little bit of his reasoning how he got to those numbers and then uh, obviously uh, we're not going to read through the whole chart but if you want to access the numbers that he's put together you can find those in this particular blog post at coyotecrossfit.com you just click on the menu click blog and you can find those so without further delay we're going to hear hunter and his thought process behind the numbers of crossfit hey guys so today's going to be a little bit different uh you're going to need to uh go to our website to access the the numbers that I've come up with, uh, the Coyote com- uh, CrossFit competitor goal numbers. Um, so I'm not going to read the numbers here. I'll kind of explain my reasoning on how I came up with all these numbers um, and everything uh, in the article. But in order to see it, go check out our website, coyotecrossfit.com. Select the blog section. You can scroll down to the bottom of the CrossFit competitor goal numbers uh, article and and check out the numbers if you're interested and seeing the the different levels that I've come up with. So you want to compete in the sport of CrossFit. That's great. It is a very fun sport that requires a big commitment. There are so many things that go into any given CrossFit competition that it can be very overwhelming trying to figure out what to work on. Should I be doing mostly weightlifting? How about a CrossFit workout every day? Maybe I should focus on gymnastics or my aerobic endurance. Every person is different on what they need to improve on, but I believe that there are basic characteristics of every high-level competitor. In this article, I want to discuss what these characteristics are and discuss a ranking system that I've come up with to help our competitors determine where they stack up. In the sport of CrossFit, there are an infinite amount of workouts that can be who come up in a given competition. 
However, I believe that if you develop certain characteristics, then you will be prepared for most any workout thrown at you. I have developed a chart that I believe shows these given characteristics. Before I show you the chart, I want to explain my reasoning behind the chart. This chart has three different categories, gymnastics, weightlifting, and conditioning. These are the three main categories that I believe you need to be good at to be successful in CrossFit. Each of these categories has different modalities within it that show up in most CrossFit competition. There are eight modalities in gymnastics, eight in weightlifting, and five in conditioning for a total of 21 modalities. For example, under gymnastics, I have listed the most commonly tested gymnastics movements, toes to bar, chest to bar, pull-ups, ring muscle-ups, handstand walk, etc. The same goes for weightlifting, except I have added a few that are rarely tested but I believe are important, back squat, shoulder press. Since the tests for CrossFit are always varied, I chose to use monostructural movements for the conditioning section, running, biking, and rowing, because I believe that your level of capacity in these three is a, areas is a very good indicator of your overall conditioning. Of course, benchmark workouts, open regional, and games workouts are great tools for measuring progress, but they are just one data point. I believe that competency in the characteristics and the chart will carry over into competency, competency in the CrossFit workouts, but not necessarily vice versa. For this reason, I have not listed CrossFit workouts. In each category, I have divided each modality into three categories. Level one is what I would call games level. What this means is that if a workout comes up that solely depends on this one characteristic, max workout, workout that is mostly determined by ring muscle-ups, etc., and you are a level one, then you should finish around where an average game, games athlete would. Level two is what I would call region top 100 level. What this means is that if you are a level two and a workout comes up that solely depends on this one characteristic in the open, then you would finish somewhere around 100 in the region. Level three is what I would call region top 500. <clears throat> this is the same as level two, but if you are a level three, then you would finish somewhere around 500 in the region. Okay, so now you know where you stack up in all of the different modalities, or at least you can test and find out. How do you know where that leaves you? My contention is that you must be a majority level one in every category and cannot be below a level two in any category in order to qualify for the CrossFit Games as an individual. I believe that CrossFit Games team athletes can be a majority level two, but must still have some level one skills and no level threes. The better you are at certain skills, the more cushion you have. For example, someone way above a level one in the weightlifting section might be able to afford some level threes in other areas if they want to be on a team. If you find out what your average level is across all of the modalities, then I think you will have a pretty good idea of where you will finish in the open. For example, say you have three level one skills, 11 level two skills, and seven level three skills. Your average will be 2.19. The difference between 100 and 500 is 400, and 19% of that is 76. So you would add 76 to 100, which is level two, to get 176. I believe that you would finish somewhere around 176 in the open. Now, this is not an exact science by any means, <clears throat> and what workouts come up can greatly affect where you finish in a given year or given competition, but I believe that you can use this chart to determine where you currently might be in your training and what you most need to work on. I know what you're thinking. Where did you come up with these numbers? First off, I'm a huge number, numbers guy. One of my favorite aspects of CrossFit is the fact that you can use numbers to determine your capacities in different areas. I've been competing in CrossFit since 2011, and I've always been watching to see what other competitors are hitting. What numbers are they hitting at competitions? What PRs are they posting on Instagram? What does their athlete bio say? After doing that, I came up with a rough outline of where different numbers would put you at the games, regionals, and the open when those numbers are tested. Through a lot of trial and error, I believe that I've come up with a decent portrayal of the field as a whole. 
Like I said previously, this is not an exact science by any means, but if you retroactively test the chart to the last few years' open regionals and games competition, it holds pretty close to true. My intention with this chart is not to be 100% accurate anyways. My intention is for it to be a way for a competitor to determine where they are in their training and where they need to get to, to to achieve their goals. If you want to be an individual games athlete, then you have to have an idea of where you need to be. If you want to be on a regional team, then you know you need, need to be around top 100. If you just want to have a good showing at local comps and in the open, then you know you need to be mostly level threes. My goal in this chart is to help people get to where they want to be, as well as to have a realistic idea of where they are currently. Okay, enough with explanations. Below are the numbers. These are ever-evolving numbers, and I'm sure that this time next year it will look a little different, but here's what it looks like now. I hope that it can help you in your training. Once again, if you would like to see the numbers in the chart, go to coyotecrossfit.com and click on the blog section.